Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's podcast is brought to you by EXPX, cryptocurrency index funds. Invest in decentralized index funds and earn additional revenue from farming and commissions, all powered by Binance Smart Chain. You can invest in well-positioned funds ready for different investment tasks and risk levels with an automated 24-7 portfolio rebalancing. Your investments are secured by smart contracts safe from any tampering. For more information, go to expx.finance. Again, that's expx.finance. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in New Zealand in that beautiful weather that I'm highly jealous of at the moment. And he is going to be speaking to us about a really, really cool project that is very near and dear to me from the traditional standpoint. If you know anything about index funds, he has found a way to bring this to the crypto world. So I know I'm pumped about this. I hope you are too. We have one of the people on the core team. We have Alex. How are you doing today? I'm very good, man. Thanks very much. That, that intro makes me sound like some kind of superhero. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to find out depending on uh, how uh, XPX goes, right? So we're here to learn about XPX. Really excited to, again, to learn about crypto index funds. Before we do that, want to learn more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? Yeah, my name is Alex. As, as, uh, as you said, I'm based down here in beautiful New Zealand, Auckland. And my background is I've got 20 years in IT coming from a technical background. So I used to work a lot on complex customer facing stuff. Like I used to work on airline, uh, online booking engines and, you know, all the, all the kind of logic and architecture behind that and also cybersecurity. So I spent a couple of years on a red team uh, getting paid to hack people's mainframes and show them the error of their ways. And wow. obviously, <laughs> yeah, and obviously it's all that transitions me nicely to crypto these days, because if I can't break it, then, you know, probably not many people can. Yeah, no, that's well positioned. And I know security is going to be important. We'll get a little bit more into that later. But what was that yes, first introduction indeed. into crypto? Like, how did you go in from that kind of background? How did you first learn about crypto? And how did you decide to get it involved? <clears throat> Some of my friends, quite a few of whom are actually with me uh, on this EXPX wild ride, they actually got me into it uh, initially a few years ago. It actually took me a while. Like I, I was not a, I was not an early believer, if you know what I mean. Uh, like yeah. I actually took, it actually took quite a few people to kind of, you know, sit me down and talk through it a few times. And these guys have been heavily into crypto for, you know, all the way since like 2010. But once I finally got it uh, a few years ago, it was like a click, you know, like it's one of those things, like once you get it, you just go, wow, man, like I can't believe that people are kind of not aware of, of this, you know, this is going to be world changing. And so right. from that moment on, yeah, I, I started getting into it, you know, coming from a technical background, obviously, you know, I've managed to get my head around a few of the concepts there. And we've got some guys on the team that are much smarter than I am. And here we are. So these days, I'm a believer. Yeah. Well, you, you, uh, you picked the red pill, you decided to see how far the, the rabbit hole goes. And, yeah, and, and here well, we are. So <laughs> yeah, so, I don't think any of us know quite how deep the rabbit hole is going to go, but it's going to be quite a way. It is, man. And so you learn about this. And now you're being introduced and you're like, okay, 
how do I create a company? So like, tell me about the origin story of EXPX, right? So how did you go from cybersecurity hacking people to, I want to create an index fund for crypto? The guys that are with me on the, on the core team, we've got a really distributed range of backgrounds, right? Our team is kind of split nicely down the middle between guys that come from a traditional business space. So they're, you know, IT entrepreneurs and corporate people, arguably myself included, because I, you know, I used to, I used to come from that, that sphere as well. And then the other half of the team are like crypto fanatics, you know, like guys that are like fully into like smart contracts experts and guys that are just, you know, like blockchain fanatics. Just in talking with these guys, you know, everybody obviously had their own kind of view on what's possible. Uh, these guys were all involved before EXPX. These guys were all involved in other projects as well. And so finally, we were like, why don't we just make our own thing? You know, like we, we know what we're doing. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, of course. And so, yeah, I really looked at what's that perfect intersection between something that something that's new and something that doesn't exist yet in crypto, something that's, uh, you know, an, an important like tool but also something that I felt would be, would be quite understandable, you know, something that, I, that would be of benefit, not just to people in the space already, but also to, to newcomers, to, you know, to maybe more traditional players that are kind of hedging their bets. And that's where this idea came from, man, because, you know, crypto, um, you know, index funds are, are such a basic tool of traditional finance. Ever since they first came in in, uh, in the 70s, it, you know, it's arguably the default method of investment. People who don't spend all their time playing the stock market and learning individual stocks and all that, you know, they, if they got investment money that they want to bring in, they put it into an index fund and, you know, and it, and it works for them, you know, so they'll, they'll bring it in, leave it there for years and it works because the system works. So it just seemed mad to me that in crypto, there was no such thing. Crypto inherently is so much more volatile than traditional yeah. finance, right? And yet there just seemed to be no way to actually get in without meaningfully mitigating that risk unless you're willing to spend really a very serious amount of time learning the market, tracking individual tokens. And of course, individual coins can crash in an hour, right? It just seemed crazy that this very basic tool wasn't, wasn't there. And so we decided to build it. And then we discovered why it wasn't there because it turns out that it's not so easy. Yeah, let's unpack that because... Like you said, most people who come into the finance space when they have their 401k set up and et cetera, most of them get into index funds. It's the safe, sure bet to get your hopeful 5 to 8% year over year and, you know, right into the sunset. Now, in crypto, like you said, it's extremely volatile, even for your blue chips, your top 10s, et cetera, to try to create a fund that helps to index and to protect downside automatically is not a small feat at all. So, like, how are you all able to put some things in place so that anybody can be able to come in and create their first index fund, if you will. Well, it took a while. So we've been working, you know, we've been working on this project, developing it for well over a year. That's with entirely our own dev team as well. So we actually, we actually maintain and pay for our own developers. We don't outsource, we don't outsource uh, development. There were a lot of technical challenges along the way. You know, I don't want to bore your listeners by getting into the nitty gritty of things, but there's a huge amount of complexity associated with managing things like slippage between transactions, managing with uh, things like making sure that an index fund is composed of coins or tokens that have some kind of shared context, if you know what I mean. Like in the traditional yeah. space, an index fund ha usually has some kind of meaning behind it. It's not just a random collection of stocks, right? You know, you're either investing in forestry or, you know, automotive or whatever it is. 
So within crypto, we wanted to do something like that as well, that there's some kind of meaningful context to what you're getting into. But it's very difficult because of how volatile all the tokens are. Right. <laughs> so to be able to technically allow people to come in with a single asset like USDT or something, in exchange for that, you know, with a single transaction, purchase, you know, a pie of all the tokens in the fund and actually be able to be able to get that equity back at any time without middlemen, right? Because that's the whole point. You don't want to, you know, you don't actually want to give your money to somebody. You want to make sure that that money is actually there in, you know, on the smart contract managing the index fund. This turned out to be technically challenging. We really had to create a fair amount of technology from scratch in order to be able to do this. So I'm very proud of the more techie guys on the team that have managed to achieve this because I know they had some sleepless nights. Oh, absolutely. Had to just to figure this out. That's on the technical side. That's the the foundation, what's what's behind the curtain, if you will. But from the on the front end for your, your someone who's listening to this right now, what would that experience look like? So I come on to EXPX and I want to get into one of the index funds. Walk me through how I would do that. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today, and as always, stay Cryptocurrent. So right now, obviously, we're pre-launch. So, you know, you're not going to see too much there except for the UI that you can start familiarizing yourself with. But once we're launched, what you're going to see is uh, you're going to see uh, literally a list of index funds. Now, these index funds are going to is going to include funds that we've created ourselves. What I mean by that is funds that we've organized ourselves, not funds composed of our own, you know, coins and whatnot. So you'll see all the familiar right. tokens in there. You'll also see funds created by other people that have been approved by us. Now, when I say approved, all we're doing is we're just checking that there's essentially no scam coins in a fund, right? What we don't want people to do is to create an index fund that's composed of good solid tokens. And then there's one or two bullshit dodgy ones in there. And yeah. people come into that not knowing what they're doing. Remember, index funds are supposed to be a, a tool for, you know, for a relatively amateur investor. Uh, you know, and people lose their money because tokens crash. So all we do is we just make sure that there's no shit coins, basically. And then we, you know, we approve it to be good to go. And all you'll see is a list of these funds with a buy button. Basically, you hit the buy button, you'll be able to transact. It's a single transaction in USDT or USDT equivalent. And what you'll get back is essentially a stake of the index fund equivalent to the amount of equity that you've brought into it. It's as absolutely as close as we could make it to traditional index funds. It's literally you just you buy into the fund, you get what we call liquidity provided tokens. You know, basically what it means is that if you want to get your money back, you don't need our approval. You can just literally transfer those LP tokens back onto the onto the fund and get your money back anytime you want. So you know there's no risk to you. And then you just hold them. You just do whatever you want. You know if you if you want to take an active interest, you know you can obviously play with multiple index funds. The LP tokens themselves are actually stakeable if you want to get into that. Otherwise, just like traditional finance, get into the index fund, leave it for years, nice and easy. Yeah, send forget. So a quick onboarding ramp for. Your investors, some different types that you can get into, which is, again, if you've worked with any 401ks in the past or looked at these types of options, that's typically how it goes. You have a couple of different, even risk profiles within index funds, even though all are supposed to be relatively safer. Some are more risky than others. So you have a couple of 
you know, options in that our, Yeah, that's actually on our roadmap. So initially, the number of index funds is gonna is not gonna be too great. But as you know, as we go on, we're, we're gonna create new ones. And exactly like you said, they're actually gonna be risk profile based. You know, because you know, in crypto, everybody's used to you know to making a lot of money because there's a lot of risk. But that's um, I'm not trying to get up anybody's nose here. But like that's a game. You know, that's not how traditional investment works. So for people that are coming from a more conservative uh, perspective, they want to deal with risk levels and they're quite prepared to take a, a, a lower profit if there's a guarantee of stability there. So yeah, exactly. We'll offer index funds that basically, you know, if you want to, if you want to go in for a higher risk fund, here it is. If you want to go in for an extremely conservative fund, here it is. You just pick it, enter, you know, that's how it is. We've got a guy on the team that's from inside, if you like, the world of traditional investment. <laughs> He, I remember the first time we were discussing his idea, we had to explain it to him three times because he was just like, but you're just talking about an index fund. And he just could not believe that you couldn't do this on a concept or on cryptocurrency, which is supposed to be all about investment. He just could not believe it. And finally, he was like, okay, we'll just create an index fund. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, it is... Um... Was uh, Occam's razor? Like sometimes the easiest thing is just like the solution, and y'all stumbled across it. But like you said, it's a it's a difficult thing to overcome. But it sounds like y'all have been able to kind of crack it. And I, I know I'm excited to to see how it comes uh, into fruition. But going back to your security background, one of the huge things with a lot of this is always going to be security. And with having potential third parties that would become an improved to go in and create these index funds as well, security is always going to be very important. What are some things that y'all put in place to make sure that everything's staying secure? Definitely. Well, thanks, man. You're, you're pitching it up for me. You're pitching, <laughs> all I got to do is hit it, right? As you said, man, like, you know, the, the whole point of this is to appeal to perhaps a more conservative investor, a, a person who's coming from a more traditional uh, space. So, you know, the idea to them, the idea that you would literally just transfer all your money to an account is just nonsense. Like that's not, you know, that's not how, how that works. One of the most important things about our project is that all funds are retained on the smart contracts. We don't have access to them. Nobody's got access to them. They're literally, in, you know, they're, they're controlled by the smart contract on the blockchain. So the weak point, if you like, is the smart contract itself. So we had to be really very sure that this was going to work because otherwise we, got, we would be disappointing a lot of people. So in order to do that, we, yeah, we went to the trouble and expense of getting our smart contracts fully certified and audited by Certec, who are a world leader in, in such things. We worked with them for a little while. You know, they, they came back with a few things and we fixed them. So it was a bit of a collaboration there. And now we've achieved the point where, yeah, we're fully certified. Certex thinks that we're completely legit. There's no way for those funds to, to leave the smart contracts. Uh, that's so a big deal. That's for a, people who don't know, that's it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge deal. It was long, you know, it's, it's a long and if I may say so expensive process. But we felt we just had to do it because it's such a cornerstone of what we're trying to do. You know, this is not like a short term hype project, if you know what I mean, like this isn't like yeah. an NTF, an NFT launch or something. The whole point of VXPX is that we're trying to put together a foundational component of, you know, of a platform for investment in crypto. So this is a long burner. And therefore, we had to make sure we have, we've got the foundation right. That's awesome. Huge congrats on, on getting that done. Like you said, it's a it's definitely an investment. And it will set y'all up for the future. And it's good to see that y'all have a long term view on this. And with something like an index fund, I'd imagine it would be because when you think about mass adoption into the crypto space, you typically have things that people can bridge that make sense to them that you can then bridge into this newer space, which a lot of people are familiar with index funds. How do you think this is going to help further mass adoption? What are some other things that you think are going on that are going to continue to further mass adoption in this space? 
what I'm personally most interested in um, at the moment in crypto is actually bringing in more people into the crypto space, regardless of what project it is. You know, I think, well, obviously, you know, because I'm, I'm behind it, you know, I believe that we're putting together a very good solution for, for, for new entrants into crypto. But if for whatever reason they choose to, to, to not go with EXPX, they choose to go with somebody else, I'm fine with that. I want to open people's eyes as to what crypto really is, because I think the population at large, and especially unexpectedly, but I think players from the traditional finance space who are actually usually quite clued up about these things, they hold crypto and this still in this kind of disdain. And they think that it's just some imaginary coin that comes from nowhere and goes nowhere, and they don't really understand it. So right. the most exciting thing to me is actually creating tools, you know, platforms, teaching material, whatever it is, that actually helps to ease people over that, you know, over that kind of critical moment when they, when they get it. I think that EXPX is a really important stepping stone because an index fund is something that is immediately recognizable to anybody from traditional finance, no matter what level they're at. You know, it could be a mom and, you know, a mom and, pie, uh, mom and pie investor that's got, you know, $2,000 in a fund somewhere. It could be a hedge fund dealing with billions. They both deal with indices in one way or another. If we can just point them to this thing and say, listen, man, it's, you know, here's something that you're very, very familiar with. Let's just explain, you know, let's explain the differences to you with regards to how it works in the crypto space. They immediately get context. You know, they immediately have an understanding of, of what this thing is. Whereas previously, it was just imaginary, imaginary ether coins somewhere. That's very, very key. It's very important to me. It's very important to, uh, to my team. This is a project that, it, that enables participation in crypto by as many people as possible. Because the more people come in, you know, the faster it's going to become accepted. And basically, you know, that's a win-win situation. We all win from that. No doubt, man. And I think it's crucial as we continue to move towards mass adoption is part of any really awesome product is the onboarding and the initial user experience. For your brand new person who doesn't necessarily know or have never been in the crypto, when they're trying to come and get into your next fund, will they have to already have crypto to do it? Or will they be able to come in and add a credit card or, or, wire, or put in information? Like, how are they going to be able to onboard into getting into one of these funds? You're pushing me, man. You're pushing me. That's, uh, <laughs> so It's fine if you don't uh, want to talk about this, by the way. We can also not talk about this. Of course I want to talk about it. I want to talk about everything. <laughs> You've hit a really big, uh, a really big thing as well. This is absolutely a key barrier to, to a lot of people. On our roadmap, we already have plans to build a payment gateway. So we've got, we, we already have a, a technical partner that we're working with to make that happen. There's still a few things to go in there. Most of them are actually non-technical. Most of them are to do with uh, regulation, which is something that right. we'll probably touch on a bit later. At launch, we, uh, people will need to already have crypto funds in order to bring them into the index funds. That's just uh, a fact of life. That's a limitation we got to live, you know, we got to live with. The way that we're making it easier for people there is, uh, as I said uh, before, that you need, you only need one to get in. You know, as, as long as you got a USDT, you can get in. You don't need to, for example, if there's eight tokens in a pool, you don't need to like hold a stake in each of them already in order to be able to, to come into it. So, the, you know, we, we do a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of exchanges behind the scenes to, you know, to allow that to happen. The next step after that, of course, as you say, is to just yeah, let people enter a credit card number or transfer funds from an account uh, and basically get into it that way. That's something that's absolutely in the works. There's just a few more hurdles to jump through. Right. But it's great that it's in your roadmap and that you have that in there, right? So the, the part of crypto right now is that 
to get into a lot of these really unique opportunities, you do have to be in the space as in you have to be able to have some crypto to do some of these things. But it doesn't mean that you can't map out and have ways for more and more people to be able to come on even easier. So awesome that y'all have that mapped out and that you are doing that. And you brought up another big thing that's always on top of people's minds, regulation. How has setting up an index fund been with all the regulators out there? Tough is the answer. We're still working through, you know, we're still working through it. We're confident we've got a solution, obviously. But regulation is really the buzzword of, I think it's going to be the buzzword of 2022 for crypto, especially over the last, uh, oh, last two years, probably not no longer than two years. Crypto is, is kind of is no longer a game, if you know, if you know what I mean. Now, obviously, two years ago, it was already possible to make huge amounts of money in crypto. So I'm not suggesting that it was a game at that point. But it's being treated as, as a much more serious thing over the last two years. A lot of government actors and big players, shall we say, are becoming very interested in regulating it. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's, it's, it's just a challenge. You know, there are benefits and opportunities there. But it, it's something that we, you know, not just us, but everybody, I guess, has to think about more and more. You know, how do we deal with KYC requirements? How do we deal with, you know, financial regulations, you know, financial service provider regulations? all of these things, we've got a solution that works at the moment, you know, it's an ever changing, ever changing field. This is actually another reason that I think projects like ours are very important is because if you were to expose the, the, the end customer to having to do all this, they would never in a million years, right? Like if, 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 if I just no took way. a guy, you know, if I took a guy off the street in Los Angeles, and I basically said, Alright, man, listen, you know, you want to invest 100k into crypto, you know, here's a pamphlet of 300 pages of the rules and regulations you need to be aware of literally not to go to jail. All right. Yeah, this is how it is. Read all this, figure it out. Let me know what you want to do. No, right. So so we have to do it for them. And we have to do it for them in a way that doesn't obligate them to some kind of complex additional process, which is, you know, which is how it's been for uh, in a number of uh, in a number of cases, you know, I remember back in the day when the trade on Binance, all you had to do is create a, you know, create an account like you would on, a, on any online shop and, you know, away you go. These days, you have to go obviously through extraordinary KYC measures in order to trade. What we want to do is we want to make sure that people as much as possible are away from that, that they don't have to do anything that is not absolutely required of them and that the platform, so you know, EXPX or another platform does it for them. And towards that end, you know, we leverage the principles of DeFi. We leverage the principles of allowing people to transact through anonymous pools. Index funds are obviously, you know, depending on the tokens inside them, are safeguarded in various ways. It's just about making sure that we, we're compliant with everything we need to be and our customers are compliant without even knowing what it is they're compliant with. Because right. I think that this is one of the, yeah, this is one of the things even in traditional finance is this onerous amount of legislation that's placed on people who just want to do something very, very basic, which is just earn money on their investment, right? That's, that's, right. that's all there is. There's no more to it than that. So regulation is the biggest challenge and the biggest opportunity of 2022 for crypto, in my opinion. There yeah, you go. You're, there you heard you, it here there first. You go, print it. <laughs> Re Rerun that, go through it again, because... Alex just put some great, great, great knowledge out there, which is really important as we look, again, back to mass adoption of companies handling a lot of that to keep the safety of their end users in check and without them having to be worried about this because it's it could be detrimental to them even coming on and wanting to use the product in the first place. So the impetus definitely is going to continue to fall on these companies to, to figure a lot of that out. And 
the more that you have figured out and are doing things by the book and doing it in a safe way, the more adoption you're going to get because people are going to be like, hey, here's a trusted source. Here's a way that you can come in, et cetera. And like you said, you're playing the long game. You're doing the groundwork that you need to to make sure that everybody feels safe, secure about, you know, coming on and using everything you're building. So that's awesome. I always think like what I, you know, what I myself use this project. If I wanted to come in and do this, could I be bothered? You know, and if if all I have to do is, you know, connect the wallet and make a make a transaction, then yeah, sure. All right. But if I try to do that and, you know, up comes a, a nine page long form <laughs> that I have to, you know, fill in my, you know, my dog's maiden name, then, uh, you know, I'm just not going to bother. So no, we got to make sure it works for real people. Absolutely. And sounds like y'all are, are, are definitely doing that. But Alex, again, man, you've dropped a lot of amazing information for us today. I always like to wrap up our interviews with two fun questions. The first one being with all the information and knowledge you have right now, if you go impart one or two pieces of wisdom to yourself, when you first got it started on this venture, what would you tell yourself? Buy Bitcoin, a good, a, a good piece of advice. That's yes. one. So I guess the most important thing I would tell, I would say is don't assume that anyone else knows what they're doing just because you haven't got it completely figured out yet. When I first started, I kind of had this impression. I, I looked at a whole bunch of projects out there and I thought they had it all figured out. You know, I thought they were just, I thought they just had it made. I thought they, they knew everything. And then I realized now that actually, you know, more than half of them were just complete bullshit. You know, there's, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of crap out there, unfortunately. You know, the crypto space at the moment is very oversaturated with with people who unfortunately do not know what they're doing. And it can be hard to tell the difference. Yeah, piece of advice is take your time, do your, do your due diligence, do your own research as, as far as you're able. If any red flags come up, just move on. Hey, you heard it here first. Great two pieces of advice you give back to yourself. And I think a lot of people can definitely benefit from it. But as a final fun question, I always like to wrap up with, what is a final thought that you want to leave with everyone listening today? I guess the final thought is, yeah, it is my fondest wish that everybody take the time to just continue to educate themselves on what crypto and, and the idea of crypto really is. I think that even among people that are already playing in the space that already hold even quite significant assets in crypto, there's really no understanding of what it is. You know, there's an understanding of, oh, it's a coin, it's worth something, here's an NFT, it's worth something. But you know, just like in the real world, it's not enough to know that, you know, here's a, here's a dollar bill, two of them buys a Coke, or, you know, here's a gold ring, it's worth a lot of money. That's not enough for you to really understand how to work with the concept. You know, in order to have any hope of being successful with investment or with just using your money, you know, intelligently, you need to know a little bit about what underpins the system. Where does the money come from? You know, where does it go? How is exchange controlled? Who controls it? Because without that underpinning, you know, you've got random bits of knowledge and they're free floating and there's no connection between them. Yeah, I'm not saying everybody needs to go out there and do a degree in economics or, you know, or, or, or finance, but just even the odd YouTube video from, you know, from somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about can really help just piece it together in your head. At the moment, yeah. crypto, is, crypto is still pretty disjointed and random. You know, there's, there are very, very serious projects out there with very serious financial backing, occupying pretty much the same amount of mind space, I think, in the collective consciousness as projects that are just doing something completely, you know, you know putting out multicolored baboons. It, 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 it's, you know, there's no connection between the two, and yet they're there. So just continue to support, you know, continue to educate yourselves. Continue to support the projects that you believe in in the crypto space. Let's all move forward together. Because at the end, at the end of the day, crypto is a good thing for all of us. Absolutely, Alex. Great, 
great, great final thought. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for sharing all the amazing insights that you had today. What are ways that people can connect with you and learn more about EXPX? Check out our website, expx.finance. There's a link to our Telegram channel there as well. You can get in touch with us via email and you know whatever the hell else. So we are already live on BSC Mainnet. So there's a link at the top right of the website that you can click and check out our UI, even though it's going to be updated soon. We're launching in quarter one this year. So over the next, over the next two, three months, uh, keep an eye out for you know, announcements yeah. and all that on our website as usual. Yeah, just keep an eye on us over the next, over the next few months and come along and join the ride. Awesome. Sounds great. Everyone, make sure to go check that out. I really appreciate you sharing all the information again, Alex. And for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Megan with Podcasting You. Richard does such a good job covering a variety of topics. Their guests offer valuable insight as well. I would recommend this podcast to anyone looking to be inspired and informed. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to deritterproductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.